Well, the Academy Award nominations were announced yesterday, and some pretty big names in the categories think Tom Cruise, James Cameron, and Elvis, just to name a few. The 10 best pictures cover a pretty wide range of styles and scales, from blockbusters to those that pretty much barely made a dent at the box office. So here's the deal. This year marks the first time in Oscar history that more than one best picture contender has grossed more than $1 billion globally. No, that more than, yeah, that one. Uh, can you guess which one? Yeah, the biggest hit was Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. It earned nearly $1.5 billion globally last summer. I wanted to take a look at uh, the nominees for best picture which ones you should check out maybe the ones you might want to stay away from get a couple predictions from our movie guy the one and only steve stebbing hey steve hello jay how are you i'm doing super fantastic i have some uh clips that i want to play along the way as well but so i'll just play uh some with some of them uh, have you watched all of the best picture nominees I have seen nine out of ten because women talking is not playing in my market right now. Okay, so well, I've you, just been waiting for that one. Well, you know what? Uh, let's start with women talking uh, again, based on uh, on a book from a Canadian. Uh, from a Canadian, a lot of people are like, "Oh, this is a heavy, heavy movie," but a powerful one. Hearing great things about this one. Yeah, and it's from Canadian royalty as yeah. far as television goes because Sarah Pauly has been on Canadian television since she was a kid and grew up under the learning tree of filmmakers like Adam McGoyan and, and so many more, uh, Terry Gilliam. So, uh, I mean, yeah, she, she's got the best pedigree. Yeah, what can't she do right now? Based on the 2018 novel by Miriam Taves inspired by real-life events that occurred at the Manitoba colony in Bolivia, uh, it's quite powerful um so it, 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 i wouldn't be so francis mcdormand i love like mm -hmm. I, I love her i wouldn't be surprised if that one won what about you um i i think it is a, a dark horse okay. uh, the thing that that kind of uh it takes me aback and says that yeah it's probably not going to win the best picture is because generally this is the only nomination that has gotten uh there's okay. no screenwriting one there's no uh sadly there's no d uh, director nomination for sarah Pauli. there are no women direct uh, directors mm -hmm. in that category mm -hmm. whatsoever which is kind of an issue seeing as you have incredible films like After Sun, uh, this film, uh, so many more done by women directors. So, uh, yeah, maybe things got to change in that degree. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about that. Okay, I hadn't heard uh, about Triangle of Sadness until the Oscar <laughs> nominations <laughs> came out. Let's take a listen to this. The ship is going under. What the really bad this is really really bad <laughs> right uh woody harrelson's uh in this one what is this movie about uh, basically, Oscar-nominated director Ruben Oslin takes the 1%, puts it on a skewer, and roasts them on an open <laughs> fire. Um, essentially, this is like an Ogilark uh, cruise that hits choppy waters and disaster happens. The movie is really kind of split into two major parts uh, on the ship and... Um, to avoid spoilers, not on the ship. Okay. Uh, but it is brilliant. The satire is so biting that it 
breaks skin. Like, it is wow. so good. One of my favorites. It will be released this year as a Criterion Collection movie. Those in the movie know know how prestigious that is. Okay. And, I mean, just look at the poster alone. It's one of the greatest posters <laughs> I have ever seen. Let's talk about All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, it is an uh, uh, anti-war film based, I think, on, on, the, on the novel, uh, you know, on the novel All Quiet on the Western Front. It, it, German-French subtitles, is that what I understand? Yeah, it, yeah, it's German, okay. yeah, with French subtitles. Okay, all right. And you know, my, my husband watched it, he liked it, said, you know what, you're probably not going to like it, Nye, but what did you think? I feel like it's the closest that a true story of war film has gotten to being a horror film. Really? Very, oh, it's completely unpredictable. Uh, I mean, you have your main character surrounded by his best friends, and they have this idyllic feeling of joining the army and everything, and it all goes to hell as each one of them kind of gets dispatched in their own ways. Mm. And it's, it, it, it really is horrifying. It, it, it brings out mm. um, that visceral nature, and it never lets up throughout its duration. All right. Uh, James Cameron back at it this year with Avatar The Way of Water. Water connects all things. Before your birth and after your death. This is our home! I need you with me. All right, so this one has taken in, what, $2 billion around the world to date. I didn't see the first Avatar, Steve, I'll be honest with you. What did you think of this one? Um, I like this more than the first movie. The first movie I call The Smurfs Dancing with Wolves meets Ferngully. Um, <laughs> this one has a little bit more uh, of a separation and tries to be its own thing. I do subtitle this movie uh, Save the Whales uh, <laughs> is, is what, what the alternate title for this. Um, but I, I feel like this is a, a spot in the 10 nominees that could have gone to another movie. Mm. I, I I mean, it's a great cinematic spectacle. It's best to be seen in theaters. I don't know how it's going to transition to home theater. But, like, a movie like Jordan Peele's Nope should have been in this spot. Okay. That's, or among others. There are definitely others I could have put in this spot. Okay. I need to ask you your thoughts on the Banshees of Inishirin because mm -hmm. I watched it, and I'm not sure I understood it. Hold on. If you don't stop talking to me... And if you don't stop bothering me, I have a set of shears at home. And each time you bother me from this day on, I'll take those shears and I'll take one of my fingers off with them. All right. This is about a friendship. It's set on a remote Ireland off the coast, uh, the west coast of Ireland. It's about a friendship that goes terribly bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a cautionary tale about the striving for uh, creative openness and kind of... What does that mean? Everything. What does well, that mean? Uh, essentially, Brendan Gleeson's character is uh, is a composer that is, that believes that his friendship with Colin Farrell is stunting his creative work. So the way to get out of this is to never speak to him again, so mm. he can get back into a creative place. He's basically pu putting his devoid of, uh, of of new material on the back of Colin Farrell and saying it's your fault. Oh. You're, it's your fault. This is happening. I have literally um, Googled what the meaning of this movie was <laughs> to try and figure it out. <laughs> I, I mean, that that's what I gleaned from it. Okay. Um, and honestly, probably one of, uh, 
probably my one of my favorite movies of the year. It's really? definitely in the top three. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed watching it. I just I remember when it ended. I was like, I'm not sure what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold the line, Steve. I need to check chopper traffic. I want to talk to you uh, about everything, everywhere, all at once. It's the most nominated with eleven. A lot of talk about this. We'll get to that after we check the drive. Steve Stebbing joining me this afternoon. The Oscar noms came out yesterday. We're talking about the, the Best Picture uh, nominees. And Everything, Everywhere, All at Once uh, is the most nominated with 11 nods this year. It's taken in more than $100 million globally. Uh, this is what it sounds like, or at least part of it. He's waiting in the wings. The universe. He speaks of senseless things. Is so much bigger than you realize. Okay, Steve. Uh, eleven nominations. Is mm -hmm. everything, everywhere, all at once worthy of eleven nominations? I think so, and honestly, I'm like kind of tickled that it has earned that many because this movie, uh, I mean, it comes from a directing duo known as Daniels, uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinart, and usually their movies are just so weird. They made a movie called Swiss Army Man, which has uh, Daniel Radcliffe as a farting, bloated, dead corpse, and, <laughs> and, and they just they play to the weird stuff. So I was delighted when I saw this movie in theaters. It, it hit me emotionally. Mm. But now to see it has 11 nominations, including Best Director, including Best Screenplay, including Best Best Picture, there's four actors for this nominated in the yeah. in, in multiple categories. Uh, I mean, it's, it's all coming to a huge point that maybe this is your best picture of the year because it is nominated in all the right categories and if it wins everything leading up to it you're talking editing screenplay director but wins all of those it's a shoe in to win best picture okay interesting interesting so i think most people know about elvis the Baz Luhrmann uh show it's taken in uh more than a hundred million dollars uh globally it was good it was entertaining a uh, top gun maverick <laughs> to, to be in in the best picture category at the Oscars I mean I love the Top Gun movies um, and but I'm just like could this be one that um, maybe it's just a that some that something else could have taken its place um, I, I I think that that still goes to Avatar, uh, uh, okay. of the, the placeholder. Um, as far as Top Gun Maverick goes, and as far as where I think the Oscar voting is coming for on this one, is Top Gun Maverick is your your in immersive um, theater experience, yeah. uh, all your sound is is that is at a top tier. Um, he, the character works really good. I, I mean, Tom Cruise. I, I don't see he's not a he's not a best actor quality in it, but he does a really great job of leading this film, which had been in development for like three decades. So <laughs> <Right>. like <laughs> to finally get it going and to survive the pandemic, which it was it was geared to go right at the beginning as the pandemic hit, they held it back for like two years, and it still impressed people. Mm. So uh, I think when it comes to modern cinema. Okay. Uh, yeah, Top Gun Maverick deserves it. Okay, all right. Hey, man, I watched uh, the original Top Gun again the other night. I still, I can watch that uh, anytime, anytime. Okay, we're almost out of time here, uh, Steve. So, um, The Fablemans, uh, Steven Spielberg, kind of about his life? It's almost exactly about his life. Okay. Is it good? I thought it was brilliant. It's definitely a, a film for people that love film, love the inspiration okay. of 
how people made make film and yeah this one is was just like a love letter to any any cinephile out there this this one was for you all right and then I, i'm not sure how to say is it just tar tar yes tar yes. okay this one i wanted to see i haven't seen yet tell us about it oh boy well kate blanchett really did a good job to earn her eighth oscar nomination uh basically Syl sylvia tar a world-renowned composer who was also the most toxic human being <laughs> i've seen on screen in a, in a long time really like her ego her ego is just massive and there is a scene because she, she her character teaches at juilliard there is a scene of her tearing down a student is a one long take and it is it, it is edge of your seat stuff as far as dialogue scene goes it's incredible okay so uh, yeah that's on that you've given me goosebumps just talking about it so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to gear up to watch that okay so out of the nominees is it going mm -hmm. to be everything everywhere all at once is that where you'd put your money I'm going to put my money on that one. My my secondary, my my one that's just just almost at the at the uh, the finish line. There is Banshees of Inisher, and I, I, oh. I think that that could be that could have a chance. All right, Steve, love this. Uh, we'll have to talk again after the Oscars. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right, talk to you. Thank you for this. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jay.